Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Support WrestleTalk! Give us a subscribe. Hey everybody, I'm John Cena. Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt Boom Boom Cabana. Hey, I'm Double J Jeff here. This is Rich Swan, Matt Riddle, the King of Rose. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Do it, bro. Support Ollie. Support Luke. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Home of Luke Owen. Whatever Wrestle Talk is, and whoever Luke Owen is, both the Ravens. Nevermore. Wrestle Talk. Hello and welcome to the WrestleTalk podcast. I am Luke Owen and I'm joined by the hardest working person in all of sports infotainment, Denise Salcedo. How's it going, Denise? It's going really good. Good. Uh, how did you find today's show? Crazy. I just saw on Twitter that Ollie put our show was chaotic. <laughs> it certainly was chaotic. This is the first of our new format. So it's me and Denise with a special guest host each and every week. Uh, it's Adam Blompier this week. And yeah, as you can imagine, this show went off the rails almost right off the bat. We did get it I back know. on track. I felt so bad. You couldn't even get your intro in. <laughs> <laughs> it was like you couldn't even tell the people what they were watching. Oh, I know. Well, that's why we've got this intro here for the podcast version. So enjoy this show. Here it is. the hardest working person in all of sports infotainment i was gonna call her new miss background actually but i really should call it happy one year of friendship denise yeah it's officially our one year of friendship not one year that i've been on the show though but i made my no. first wrestle talk podcast appearance today one year ago Oh, wonderful, wonderful news. But we are also joined uh, by a special guest this week in the new format of the Friday Magazine show by Adam Blamplate and Splook, who are joining us oh. on the on the show today. Sorry, and also... Ready. Yeah, sorry. And I know I threw you for a loop. Also, Adam Blompier is here. Hi, Adam. 
Hi, Luke. Uh, thank you very much for inviting me on the show. It's not, it's going to be nice to talk shade about Denise in front of her rather than behind her back. <laughs> I don't talk shade about Denise behind her back. That is a dirty rumor that you started. You know, for TV. a second, when I chimed into this link thing, I went in and like you guys didn't know that I was there for like a second. And I was like, all right, this is it. This is the moment. If they're going to talk smack about me without me, them realizing that I'm here, this is it. This is going to be the moment. But there was no juicy gossip spread whatsoever so i was kind of disappointed about that no that's because denise we don't spread gossip about our friends that's not what we do here at wrestle talk plus we did it like in the morning meeting while you were oh, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. so it's all done in the morning meeting fantastic yeah by that by by the time it gets to four o'clock in the afternoon we're tired of talking smack about denise <laughs> we may as well just talk normally to her and you're and you're right luke denise does have a slightly large head you, you hey, were right. You know you what? Right it's full of my. I don't even know. I can't even think this morning. Sorry, <laughs> I can't even think of one word. <laughs> well, I mean, speaking of talking smack, that for a segue. Eddie oh. Kingston had some comments on uh, after the last week's Dynamite. Well, I say last week's last Saturday's episode of Dynamite, following the Kenny Omega Jungle Boy match. And this happens at pretty much every wrestling show that you've ever been to in your life, where you've got a crowd there, and then a wrestler comes out and was like, "You guys are great. We really love having you as fans. You're all the best. We uh, and all the uh, boys and girls in the back do this for you to entertain you. Thank you all so much for being here." And everyone goes like, "Yay! Wrestling likes me." And they go home happy. What Eddie Kingston had to say, however, was sorry, I don't know if you can hear there's someone's doing building work outside my house. What are they building? Um, uh, houses. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but Eddie Kingston said, because the competition sometimes doesn't want to hear their fans, I guess I'm burning another bridge. Surprise! Ladies and gentlemen, AEW cares about their fans. We're not just doing this uh, for ourselves to get ourselves over and a paycheck. We're here every week with you people. Without you people, we come out here and we bust our asses. You will not see uh, people like me and my best friend on the other channel. And you will not see the heart that everyone in that locker room has on the other channel. Ladies and gentlemen, I was supposed to send you home happy, but I'm speaking from the heart. And the bottom line is this. We are AEW. We will see you on Wednesday. and We want to hear you. So that was just, you know, Eddie Kingston kind of promo to the fans and be like, we very much appreciate all you are. And we think that we appreciate more than the other company does. The other company, presumably being WWE. Oh, and, WWE. God, oh, that makes sense. Well, yeah. I mean, he didn't say as much. He could have been talking about impact on access. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I highly doubt it. It was definitely WWE. You know why? You want to know why? Because why they stole it. They're now WWE Dynamite. <laughs> Sorry, I had to make a oh, joke of that. Oh, poor JR. Poor oh, JR. Poor JR. What, a, what a blunder. Oh, come if you, on. If, if you're not sure what Denise is talking about here, and you haven't seen this week's Dynamite, here is what Denise is talking about. Folks, there's nothing in your life that will talk seeing a live WWE Dynamite. Oh, Jim. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Honestly, like I know everybody's like, oh, how sad this and that. I'm sorry, but it's like, bro, come on. Like you literally said the other uh, company's name on the show. And then you have Eddie Kingston coming out and being like, oh, we're not like the other people, this and that. You just said WWE Dynamite. But yeah, so I mean, I do feel bad that it had to happen. And it's not the first time it's happened to him. We get it. Stuff happens, you know, especially when you're going on the air all the time. I get it. I get it. But it's like, come on. 
yeah, yeah, I mean, I said this on yesterday's Dynamite review, but like, I'm a I'm a live show host. I do lots of live shows every week, and you know what? I get Cinemania and Quizzlemania messed up every single time I go to say one or the other. It happens, man. A- Adam, you've done a lot of live shows in the past. Have you ever said the wrong company name? No, but Jr. did it literally about a match I was in once. Um, he, he said um, I was literally my only wrestling match I've ever done against, against of course, Mr. Rampage Brown, who you can see on NXT UK. Um, I wrestled him. I did. I didn't do very well, as you can imagine. Uh, but the final spot was him putting me through a table, giving me a powerbomb through a table. And Jr. was there calling it with Jim Cornette. Jr. called a match that I wrestled. And unfortunately, during the final spot, JR said, wow, a restaurant quality powerbomb through the chair. And I was just like, oh, Jim, Jim, my moment, Jim. Is this a a real story? Yeah, Yeah. yeah. this is legit a real story. I wasn't sure if you were trying to swerve me here. Once upon a time, there was a wrestling promotion called WCPW, which stood for What Culture Pro Wrestling. Adam was the head writer. Luke, Luke, (laughs) now who's making up rumors? Um, But no, I I was originally the manager of Rampage, who we brought in. Obviously, he's a big guy on the UK indie scene, now works for NXT UK. Um, And I was his manager, and I turned heel, and I aligned with who would then go on to become Killian Dane, Big Damo, as he was known on the circuit. So it was me and Big Damo as a heel um manager combination and genuinely like i you know turn my back on rampage and then we got put into a match by the then uh, general manager adam pacitti this is all wow, true wow i had Genuinely. no idea i'm learning a whole new side of you Adam and I actually reviewed the first WCPW show over at patreon.com forward slash WrestleTalk. We went back and we rewatched Adam's uh, crowning, not crowning a moment, because that would definitely be the match with Rampage, but um, you in the main event managing Rampage Brown, blowing your spots and jumping up onto the apron too early. Yes, yes, um, I did that, you listen, yes. You can listen to all of that over at patreon.com forward slash WrestleTalk. So Luke, here's my question to you. How would you feel if you guys are promoting, like WrestleTalk is promoting the biggest stream ever like the biggest stream you guys put so much work into it and then adam comes in and it's like welcome to what culture <laughs> how would you feel about that i tell you it's 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 almost ha- like I've, it's happened a bunch of times but only when i've been doing the list <laughs> i'm adam from what nope 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 <laughs> It's muscle memory, but because, because that's what Jim did. Jim's used to being on WWE. He was there for like twenty odd years. I I don't I don't begrudge Jim for getting it wrong. I think if anything, I think it's a bit funny. Really, I I think that people having a go at him to be fired is a bit harsh. Wait, he's what? Really? Yeah, I know. I, think I don't think fired. I just do think the guy needs to be a tad bit phased out. I just feel like there's been a lot of mistakes, and this is something that's, you know, I don't want the like, to lose the, his job, but I do think that I just think now a lot of the mistakes that he's making, it's kind of just like, all right, maybe call select matches, you know, maybe not every single show, every single match. Do you ever get me confused with Adam Blamplate? Like when you're talking oh, about no. me, which I, I assume you do a lot. I have a story for you, Adam. I have a story for you. I'll tell this really quick. So last night I told my fiance, I was like, oh yeah, Adam's going to be on the show. And he's like, oh, who Adam Blamplate? I was like, his last <laughs> name is not literally Blamplate. He's like, I know it's not Blamplate, but Blamplate is what I remember. Yeah, so, he's very memorable, oh, isn't he? That little so, plate. Uh, we saw him plate. at the beginning. How is he doing? 
he's not doing so well, as you can tell. To his um, arms. He, he had an accident. He was in a match, and unfortunately, <laughs> it just didn't go well. And his my, arm is a little bent at the moment. And his, my Alexa Bliss, am I double jointed? What's going on here? Why are they care of him? And then also, Where's your his legs? feet are bent backwards. You, uh, this was a very brutal match. I mean, it was the death match practically. And the, I mean, his neck is a little like slanted too. So unfortunately, he hasn't been as well kept as the trophy wife that is Spluke. <laughs> Spluke is a trophy wife. Spluke That's just smells. Right. He's a sperm is what he is. Look at him. <laughs> Denise knows where the money is and the money's in Spluke. Um, so does that mean if I'm damaged, you'll burn it? Does that mean it has no. to be destroyed? No, he can be refurbished. Don't worry. I'm sorry, Adam, it's, not going away. it's not going away anytime soon. Um, much like Eddie Kingston's comments, bringing back the sh- bringing the show back on track. I'm here. sorry, you've lo- Luke. You've lost, I'm you've lost sorry. control, Luke. You've lost it's control. Fine. This, You're Samoa Joe. You're William Regal right what, now. This is what we want the show to be. This is why we've got this. We're bringing <laughs> ah, in chaos, like Adam. Too much structure. I I don't like structure to shows. I think it it's it's it throws chaos. That's why we changed it. Right? We're changing things up here. We're now just talking about the news. We're going to speak more to the fans and stuff. This is what we're after. Um. Anyway, so Eddie Kingston made these comments. They kind of went viral over the weekend, and the usual um people voicing up AEW take too many shots. They do it all the time. Stay in your lane. This, that, and the other. And Bully Ray was one of those people. Now, this is kind of story was pushed around a lot in the week that Bully Ray was like, Eddie Kingston needs to shut the F up. That was a legit quote he said. Eddie Kingston needs to shut the F up and stay in his lane. But actually, when you kind of read the full quote in context, really what Bully it seems to have a gripe against is that Eddie Kingston is taking a shot at WWE having never been there. So the quote is, Eddie Kingston needs to shut the F up and stay in his lane. And his lane is as an AEW guy speaking about AEW flying the flag for AEW. Then I'm completely on board. Tell me why that you were an indie guy for the majority of your career. Now this company took a chance on you. You've learned to love it and everything about it. I'm, And then I'm on board, Eddie. But to take the easy way out and knock WWE, there's no reason to go there. If Cody wants to destroy a throne, I get it. If Jericho wants to say F you, I get it. Eddie, why? There's no reason for Eddie to say it. Uh, Adam, I'll, I'll come to you first. Do you think that, um, uh, A, should AEW stop taking shots? And B, what do you make of Bully Ray's comments? Um, well, it's always nice to when things escalate um, and, you know, swearing gets involved. That's a nice, easy pull quote, isn't it? And that just gets shared and shared and shared and shared around. Um, yeah, AEW, I think, generally need to get over the whole WWE thing. Um, they're not wrong. It's it's like when you've had like a messy breakup and like, you know, like you're, you're in the right. But if you keep talking about it, like it's just like, OK, it is time to move on because every time AEW does and they keep doing it, like they're kind of obsessed with making shots and making comparisons and Jericho's Twitter and all that jazz. Uh, like they're kind of obsessed with WWE and it does, it just makes them look small time by comparison. I don't like, I, I understand tribalism and I understand that you stoke up your fans by getting a, you know, what inspires more loyalty than, you know, you're that you're not like them you're like us but it's just like uh we've seen enough of that in the news that's fine uh <laughs> like i do think aw need to need to calm calm down I, I think bully ray probably could have worded it more tactfully um but i actually kind of think that he's sort of right in terms of just like yeah especially if you haven't been there it's like, there's no need to kind of just keep stoking this 
rivalry over and over and over and over again. It does AEW no favors, in my opinion. Uh, Denise, what about you? I see both sides of this. And here's the thing is that I was thinking along the same lines of what Adam just said. Like he he mentioned, you know, always talking about your boyfriend or your ex or whatever. But here's the thing. And, I, and you know, I get it. Like always like bringing up the ex, for example, but it's not even his ex. So I was like, is that even a good example <laughs> to even use? But you get what I'm saying? Like, like Adam just mentioned, like always bringing up your ex and making that comparison to the new person or whatever. But again, anyway, so here's my two thoughts on this. It's like one, I like that say anything you want attitude. I love that. I don't care. Like if people want to say like, you know, some crazy thing. All right, good. It's going to get us something to talk about. All right, fine. I'm totally cool with that. But at the other side of this, this argument is what I'm looking at is like, is it really needed? If he's supposed to be doing this heartfelt, you know, bonding moment with the people, do you really have to talk about the competition when it kind of just doesn't matter in that in that sense of what he's doing? He could have literally just said like, you know, he, he didn't even have to say other channel. He, he could have just said like, nowhere else are you going to be loved the way that, you know, you're loved here or whatever the direct quote was. I think that maybe just the wording of it all, because it's it, it's also kind of unfair to assume that, you know, every single person in the AEW audience is just watching AEW. Like that to me is a very, uh, you know, bizarre assumption to make. Like there's a lot of people there that are still watching WWE, whether a lot of people like to admit it or not. And so I just kind of feel like it wasn't necessary. If it would have been done in another in another format, in another way, then I think it would have been like, okay, cool. Like get that cheap pop in because we have seen it a lot on Dynamite, um, you know, where they'll make certain comments like you know they had a lot of that during the uh the inner circle pinnacle story they threw a lot of jabs at you know jericho and what he'd be doing in the other company and little things like that or even for example just this past week on dynamite when they had um the good brothers coming out and they asked they questioned like oh who are they even working for are they working for us like where are they working and then jericho threw the threw in a line of something along the lines of oh well i don't know but they got fired from that other company all right cool that's awesome sure go ahead throw that in it's funny i laughed but uh yeah i don't think it's necessary i don't think it's necessary at least in this situation it wasn't I think AEW is a slightly more realistic product in that it, it exists within an industrial context. I get that. Like it mentions other companies. It's, it's very much a kind of like we are one promotion in a load of promotions, and especially because they're working with so many. They're working with TNA and they're working with AAA and they're, you know, they're working with New Japan Pro Wrestling. You know, obviously they are going to forge those connections and reference the wider industrial context at large it's it's when it's kind of just like a little a little jab it, it's just because wwe don't do it back it just it, it's like uh tna doing it to wwe or you know what wwe doing it to wcw like i don't think it, it, you don't look bigger by making by trying to make someone else look small is yeah, a general so I know a lot of people make the argument that like, oh man, you'd have hated being around in the Attitude Era then because W, uh, Raw and Nitro were constantly taking shots at each other. And like they were, like if you watch 97 Raw, particularly like in the lead up to like Survivor Series 97, like every week, Jim Cornette literally had a segment on every episode of Raw where he was like, no, what I think sucks, WCW sucks. And that was basically his segment, which is like, I think this product is rubbish. And like Nitro used to do it all the time. They were doing it and then WWF were doing it. The difference here is that I think Adam's comparison to Impact or TNA at the time is kind of the correct one here. Like when they had Road Dog and Billy Gunn doing the Voodoo Kin Mafia, VKM. And Levesque! 
Hickenbottom. Yeah, like calling out, yeah, dudes in their shoot names and like challenging them to fights in the Alamo and things like that. And I remember I was part of a forum at the time, the Smart Marks, and someone made the comment in there that's really stuck with me that said that TNA are a dog barking at the moon. The dog doesn't know why it's doing it, and the moon has no idea who the dog is. <laughs> <laughs> and and Vesper okay. here says, like, AEW taking shots is fine. It's not fun that WWE don't do it back. Like, that's yeah. it. Like, because WWE never make any reference in all they've done is like Triple H called them a pissant company, the Hall of Fame thing. And that was just to make Billy Gunn laugh. And then Vince McMahon in a private meeting saying uh, they're just blood and guts and this, that, and the other. Like, they've never done the whole, like, oh, do you know who I think is stupid and poopy? AEW. Like, they've never done that. So it just very much like I kind of agree. Sort of at times it makes them feel a bit lower rents. Well, I actually have a question for both of you because I think there's a very obvious one that we should probably use as an example. And it's when uh, uh, Tony Khan did that one shoot promo on <laughs> Nick Khan. And there were people that, like me, I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. I was like, screw it. If he's going to put himself out there in this format, then by all means, go ahead and do it. But a lot of people thought that it looked very unprofessional. But here's my question. If uh, Nick Khan would have responded, what would your reactions have been? I, I think I had to kind of dug it because like Tony Khan's not a good promo. So it, it was like, it was very funny because it was just like, man, I can't believe he's doing this and he's putting it out there. But also, <clears throat> excuse me, but like if Nick Khan did the same thing and it was like equally not as good of a promo, I don't know, this is amazing. This mm. is just two billionaires doing bad promos at one another. Uh, Adam, what do you think? I think it's, I think it's right. I, I, I would have a lot more fun with, the rivalry if WWE just wasn't doing what WWE always does, which is exists in its own bubble and pretends there's no wrestling anywhere else in the world, uh, which is which is lame in its own way. Like, so that's the thing is like, yeah, AEW sort of nipping at their heels and WWE looks oblivious. Like no one really kind of looks good out of it. It, it, it is more fun to, to play. It's more fun when like WCW and, and WWE were shooting back and forth and i think that's why a lot of it is it's a little bit nostalgia baiting it's a little bit oh do you remember when it was clash of the titans equals versus equals and the fans were like yeah we're gonna root for AEW because we're sticking it to wwe and wwe don't really care and it, it, it yeah it, it kind of sucks all the energy out of it and it's just like well if wwe pay you no mind AEW, pay them no mind and just focus on putting out a superior product which they kind of do See, we, I kind of think like, oh, just really quickly, I kind of think that if Nick Khan would have responded, I would have been like, oh, no, that is so unprofessional. You should probably should not do that because I do see WWE's mentality where they're like, we're not going to mention them. We're not even going to give them the rub. Like they're very like within like we don't even know the little people exist type of thing. And I kind of think that's a little bit of a bigger like douchey move to do than if you're actually to acknowledge them. Denise, um, you have been teaching me um, uh, young people things. Is that a bougie thing to do? Yeah, I, I would say it's bougie. WWE is being bougie by not acknowledging, uh, you know, <laughs> AEW like, <laughs> on camera. Wait, why are you laughing, Adam? <laughs> Luke, <laughs> you're like the Luke Whisperer, Denise. Come on, come on, Granddad. Let's let's <laughs> take you outside. I'm always teaching fresh air. new words. I feel like I'm... I taught you something else. Just oh, you didn't know the sister wives thing last time when somebody asked in yep. the, the mailbag. Yeah, I didn't know what sister wives was. Look, I mean, all I know is we've had comments like this. So, like. <laughs>
Dang, savage. No, and good. I thought you were the most loved guy here, Adam. You know what? I'm not even going to respond to only one B, one, two, three. I don't even. I don't even know who that is. I I don't care about their shots. They can they can keep barking at the moon wait, for all I care. Wait. Doesn't bother me, Denise. I'm not upset by it. I, I'm, it's not. Like I've donated an hour of my life to this show, which I'm never going to bloody get back. I almost swore, but I haven't. But no, it doesn't rile me up at all. So here's my question, though: is does, is this your heel turn? Like, is this it? Like, you're turning on the people. You were the you were the you people you people <laughs> did this. We have a question from the gallery that uh, I would like to answer here. It's actually from Ollie Davis. Uh, he said, "I've got a question. What about when fans start chanting AEW at WWE live events? Now, so I suppose question number one, Denise, is: Do you think that fans would start to chant AEW? Like, if if WWE put like a really bad segment, so say it was like Bailey, this is your life, or Old Day, or something like that." Do you think that the fans in attendance will start to chant AEW at them? Okay, so here's two things. So I'm thinking, okay, go back to WrestleMania and think about that Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton thing. When that was total and utter disaster, what did the fans do? They just booed. That was it. So I do not think that they would chant AEW. Now, if something was like horrendous, horrendous, I still don't think so because what have you been seeing on television? It's not like we're seeing all these amazing things happening on Raw. That's not what we're seeing. However, here's my thing, though. If it was like a, uh, you know, a WrestleMania crowd, a Raw after uh, Raw after Mania, and then there was, you know, those random people that start chanting all of this crazy stuff, um, I could expect that crowd probably chanting AEW if they saw something like super, super bad. We've had it before. It's happened we have had it before. On the cell 2019. There you go. Yeah. There you go. You're right. That is crazy bad. Like Randy Orton versus The Fiend is bad. So you just boo it. But when it's something like changed the channel bad, it's like the TNA thing. It, it rarely happened. But when it did happen, it was kind of headline news just because... Yeah, like you don't want it to see, you don't want it to happen all the time because then it just becomes a watch chant or a CM Punk chant and it just ruins what the performers are out there trying to do. But yeah, when the when the booking's heinous, I think we'll definitely see some AW chants. And you know what? If the booking's bad enough, maybe it deserves it. I yeah, I mean I agree. I, I think it's it's probably going to happen at some point, but I think it will take like a real like because as Denise said, you know, fiend. Well, uh, the Fiend thing at, at WrestleMania was just bad. And it was like, and I also, I, I think the, there's WWE going to have a lot of goodwill on their side because fans are just wanting to be back. So I think it is going to have to take something like, particularly in the first year or so, something that is real proper bad in order to get those chants. Because like, you know, the TNA thing, uh, I think fans trying to that at December to dismember. Like that's the worst pay-per-view that WWE have ever done. Like that's what spurred people on to chant TNA. So yeah, I, I would be, I, I think it will possibly happen. We put I have the, a second on, question sorry, though. Let's say Listen. you were at a show and it was just happened to be your show that for the first, like not for the first time ever, but for the first time during that period of time, people were chanting AEW. Would you join in and also chant AEW? Uh, well, yeah. Okay. So, do you know, I, I think I would do only because I think there is when you're in an audience, there are sometimes when things can you can get swept up in things. Mob mentality. So, mob mentality. Yeah, totally. Like when I was at a raw show 
I don't know, 2017 ish, maybe. I was at a raw taping and Roman Reigns came out. And as soon as Roman Reigns, like the burden, burden, and the crowd went boo, instantly, my instant reaction was to go boo. And I stopped myself. I was like, why am I booing? Like, I don't care. Like, why am I booing this man? Could you do your boo again? <laughs> boo. No, it wasn't like that, <laughs> no, was it? It wasn't like, like that, Luke. Boo. 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 Boo this man. Boo. Boo. Some anger to that Luke, like you're supposed to be angry, like boo, you know. Like, yeah, but I, I'm not. I was never angry at Roman Reigns. Boo? Like Roman yeah, was, but that's Roman the was... part of booing, though. It doesn't matter. You make yourself boo? angry. Boo, <laughs> yeah. boo, boo that man. Boo, boo, um, boo. They also made the point that they did boo Hogan immediately. I think that's slightly different. It's Hulk Hogan after all. Um, <laughs> I think they're gonna uh, boo Jackson Reich or BTW. That's oh, my prediction. Sure. Yeah, for sure. The, I, I said this depending on, on the, the city podcast, that they're right? in. <laughs> I said this on the Raw podcast when they turned him babyface. I was like, I cannot believe they're trying to make him the all-American army vet baby. I mean, I can believe, but blow me down. Is it not going to work? <laughs> no, it won't. Uh, we put this question out to our community tab to see uh, what people thought. Do you think that AEW should stop uh, taking shots at WWE uh, with the three options of yes, no, and I don't care? Um, Denise, before I put the results up, what do you think was the winning result? I'm going to say the winning result was no. And I do not know because I didn't check, but I'm going to say it's no. I'm going to go with yes. It was actually, I don't care. Hey! 40% really don't mind. But 34% uh, of the audience said that, yes, they would like them to stop taking shots. And 26 So, like, that really is a fairly even split, I would say. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't care one, but it wasn't a huge victory over yes. And yes's victory over no was hardly huge either. It's I just pretty... don't know how your answer could be, I don't care. Because, like, I feel like, I don't know, maybe, I don't know. I feel like I'm a very opinionated person and I'm either going to be yes or no. So I just can't imagine picking, I don't care. I, just I would say it. depend on the situation. If you would have put that as an option, I would have understood that answer. I just find it really funny that the fans have voted, <laughs> fans have said pretty emphatically they don't care about the subject of this video. <laughs> Oh yeah, and <laughs> the that Adam is when you know you're onto a winner. The fundamental hook of this live stream, like I couldn't give up. I almost swore then again, but I didn't. Yeah, because Ollie's watching. But as Thank soon as he goes, much. I'm going to turn the air as <laughs> no, blue as my wall. Luke yelling at you. Luke yells at me all the time whenever I curse. He's he's a he's a lunatic. No, you, you are Luke. The disappointed eyes. You're like I'm I, disappointed in you, Denise. I, will, I am disappointed. I'm disappointed, but I never. Yeah, yell well, at it you. hurts, Luke. It hurts when you're <laughs> disappointed in me. I can't handle it. Then don't swear, Denise. Don't swear. I'm <laughs> disappointed in you. Hold on. So I can't let out an accidental swear, but Jim Ross gets the pass when he says <laughs> WWE Dynamite. Oh hell's no. To be fair, Jim Ross did not say he has nothing like. <laughs> dynamite is there if he'd start effing in the jeffing then he probably would be in slightly more hot water you know what yeah, like the show like, ended. At least he's passionate about the product if he would have been like effing aew i would have been like you know what he's passionate about it poor guy the show ended he was like go f yourself daily's place we're out of here <laughs> poor daily's place <laughs> Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Okay, right, let's jump into uh, some of your ultra chats. But before we do, we are currently at 250 likes on this video with 1,500 people watching. So pull your thumb out your ass and give us a thumbs up. Press that little button down there. Give us um, some thumbs up. And if we hit 500, we'll play you the mustache break again. Because I know that's what the fans want to see. They want to see the mustache break. So give us a thumbs up. We'll play the mustache break before the end of the show. Yeah, what is oh, that? You, oh, you're in for a treat. So the mustache Please. break is, it, yeah, it is a, it's a big meme. It's a big old meme. Like everyone's talking about it, you guys. I can't, I can't understand how you're not excited about the mustache. Oh, is this break. like Harlem Shake? Are we? Is that? What's is that? that? What this is? Come on, Luke. Come on. I, I was, I was pretending to be oblivious. Do you know what Harlem <laughs> Shake is? I think I've heard of it. Oh, Luke. <laughs> Luke, you English Luke. country gentleman. <laughs> Denise, you're aware of the Harlem Shake, yes? Is it this one? Oh my god! No, really? <laughs> I'm I'm the most internet no, no. here. Is it this? <laughs> I'm How sorry, do you do, I'm not. Kids? On, well, I'm like not really up to date with TikTok anymore. Okay, I grew up. Okay, this was like ten years ago. The is Harlem Shake really? was three years ago. Okay, <laughs> no, three wasn't. years ago. Come on, please. Never three years ago. I'm pretty sure I was at university. Jared like, says, "Do you think Stanky Leg? Like that was so 2008 Miley Cyrus bangers era." Please. Oh no, wait. Harlem Shake was 2013. You're absolutely right. Oh my Thank gosh, that was almost a decade ago. 
Adam, it was three years ago. Come on, mate. <laughs> I don't know. None of us know. And you're making it seem like it's all over the internet. I have not seen anybody do that. It was all over the internet. I'm not <laughs> lying. <laughs> this is a real thing. It's like the crab, like the crab with the knife or the rat with the pizza. Pizza oh, rat. Do you know what? I uh, okay. Can you guys fill for time because um, SP3 yeah. from True Heel Heat is in the chat and he can actually do the Harlem Shake and he said he'll come on and teach us how to do it. Please do <laughs> so, for sure. So let me just let me just quickly send. Is this SP3 turning a into a TikTok tutorial? This show is it's just TikTok. It's not TikTok, Denise. It's on well, YouTube. I'm sorry, but everybody's dancing on TikTok. That's all they do. That's how you get famous nowadays. You just go. And that's it. You're famous. What, like a 1930s cartoon? Have you not seen these dances? It's literally just a bunch of people doing that and a little bit of this. And then all of a sudden, they're on Jimmy Fallon. And then people like us <laughs> that are breaking our balls, working so hard, trying to put out quality content because we're not doing this. We ain't on Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> you have any idea how upsetting that is? For, for podcast listeners, there, Denise was dancing like my aunt at my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly what the TikTok dances look like. Let's get right. Denise on Jimmy Fallon. Come on. Please do. Let's, can I do some of these ultra chats now? Jared yes. says, uh, Do you think AEW should ever win the AEW Heavyweight Championship? Did I say Eddie Kingston should ever win the AEW Heavyweight Championship or should, for the lack of a better analogy, be the Roddy Piper of AEW? Adam. The, the, comp uh, the comparison is very, very apt. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think he needs it. That's the thing. It's like he's such a good promo that he doesn't need a belt as a prop uh, in a feud because he'll just craft like dynamite out of you know, real life most of the time so i don't think he needs it and i do think AEW should be a bit more like ring of honor in the regard of having very few world champions um so yeah i i'd say i agree with that yeah same and i like the idea of like they need to do this and this is the one thing wwe has lost is that i feel like your champions are supposed to be extra special not just special but extra special and not everybody deserves to be world champion. So I think you should level it up and, you know, make it harder to be champion. So I'm sorry. I'm okay with the fewer champions, uh, you know, really extra special people holding the belt. I agree, because otherwise you end up with The Miz as WWE Champion twice. Uh, the mayor of Painesville, Dan, said, once again, here I am. I just wanted to say how right Denise is. Olivia Rodrigo does lit music. Anyway, Bully Ray might be right, but in the end, this always happened, and therefore I do not consider it a big deal. AEW should not lose focus, though. Survivor1993 says, I don't know about everyone else, but I find the cheap shots between WWE and AEW petty and unnecessary. I think both sides should focus more on what they're doing and not give a damn about what the other side is doing. Brett says, I think AEW should stop taking shots at WWE. I feel like they do it too often and it encourages the fan base to argue with each other about WWE and AEW. But I respect the opinions of those who like the shots. I won't stop others from liking uh, them doing it. And lastly, for now, the Mickey Chaos said, I'm surprised so many people have a problem with Eddie cutting that promo. He said some valid points. Didn't mention WWE by name. It wasn't even on air. And then it sounds like Bully Ray decided to shame a Eddie for being on the indies instead of WWE. Cool. See, maybe the fact also, too, that I, I should have mentioned that earlier is that if it wasn't on air as well, what is the point of it? If it's not on air, at least on air, well, you get a couple more people to go, ooh, he threw a shot. Well, I think someone in the crowd recorded it. I think AEW did load yeah, it to their official YouTube channel. Oh, did the they end. really? 
Well, I think because it was gaining so much social media traction that it was just like, well, I mean, we may as well get the views for it, uh, as opposed to other people on TikTok or Jimmy Fallon or something. So well, they were not- them getting smart. Yeah, I agree and with that. Speaking of Jimmy Fallon, someone's joined us on the show. Welcome, SP3, to the show. How are you, sir? I am doing so well. I, I, I'm so proud of Adam. I'm so proud of Adam for mentioning the Harlem Shake. It like made my Harlem heart grow grow ten times larger. Like and the and the fact that you guys did not know it. I'm dis I'm not disappointed in you, Luke. I'm more disappointed in Denise. You're supposed to be the the hippest person. Okay, that was 2013. I've moved on. No. I've moved on. All right. You Actually, know what? It was 2001. Like this goes back. That's even worse. Wait, oh, the original, the P. Diddy one. Oh, exactly. wow. Exactly. 2001, I was like less than 10 years. How old was I? In I was like nine years old in 2001. I'll be honest, in 2001, was if it wasn't System Barbies. Without Toxicity, I didn't care. Like, that, was, <laughs> that was my 2001. <laughs> so, it, it's pretty simple. It's just it's just movement of the of the shoulders. I mean, you can throw in the hands, but you go. It's it's a just a little bit of this. I'm gonna I'm gonna be move. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just a little bit of this. You know, you could throw it's in. Just, what is that? It you could throw in. You could throw. I, I'm not standing up, so I can't do the full movement. Yeah, you could oh. throw in a little bit. Yeah, well, not it. Gangnam Style. Come on. Not too much whipping. Not like you have uh -oh. like a lasso. No, no, no. Like, so it's like little. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's more. Just <laughs> you know, throw one loop, just one loop. Right? Oh, one loop. Yeah. One loop. <laughs> How do yeah. you do the shoulders and the loop at the same no. time, though? Exactly. Oh, no. like, Luke's got it. Luke's got it. I think Luke's got it the best. Yeah, is it just like, Adam, like, like, the, it like that gif of Shaq? Just him doing that? Is that the? You know what? I have a better example. I have my. Oh, my shoulders hurt. My daughter's name is Harlem as well. <laughs> So Hello. Hi. Oh, how cute. Hi. <laughs> Is she doing the Harlem? <laughs> she doesn't like it. She's like, no, this is so 2001. I wasn't even born then. Is the scream part of the dance? Is that part of I think that's just her addition to it. Oh, she's okay. just like, I'm, I'm, I'm not with this. I, I, she's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, she's crying because she wanted to be back on camera. Yeah, yeah. She was like, she was like, don't take me off camera. You, I was doing the Harlem Shake. This is her name. It was very impressive. This is the Harlem Shake right here. <laughs> she's waving. That's so fun. Oh wait, that's you. <laughs> wait. No, no, no. That was, her. that was all. Her. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, there's her little hand. Aww. So adorable. Oh, well, thank you so much for coming on to the show, SB3, and, and entertaining us and giving us a bit of a history lesson of how. I, I mean, actually, before you go, I just want to get your thoughts on the Bully Ray thing. As a fellow New Yorker, uh, what do you make of Bully Ray's comments about Kingston, who is also, I guess, he's from New York as well, isn't he? He's a New York kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Eddie is from Yonkers. Uh, Bully Ray, he's more like central Manhattan, New York. I, I'm of the understanding, like, I get where Bully Ray's coming from, you know, stay in your lane. Like, Eddie wasn't there. But at the same time, you come from ECW. Y'all guys made a living on calling out WWF and WCW way before you even worked there. Like some of the Dudley Boy stuff, they used to curse out people from WWF, WCW. And it's just like, maybe you should stay in your lane and you shouldn't be the one calling out Eddie Kingston. Good point. 
Yeah, he's got a point. That's why you should be tuning into Wrestling Daily, uh, which is over over at Wrestling Daily's YouTube channel. Um, thank you so much, SB3. It's wonderful to see you as always. We'll have to have you on the show at some point. Yes, Bye, happy Alan. one year anniversary to Denise. Next week is my one year anniversary where I shared the Wrestle Talk uh, podcast with Luke. So that's uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> thank you Thanks so much. See you, guys. See you later, dude. that I am going to treat everyone and I'm going to give you the mustache break before we get into our next uh, segment here. So, ladies and gentlemen, the mustache break. And that is content. What did I just see? <laughs> what was that? Am I supposed to laugh? Oh, the mustache break. <laughs> wow, what a burial. Wow, am I supposed to laugh? It was weird. Was a burial. I've never heard a harsher burial of a segment that we've done. Denise, it was you, random. I'm sorry. Way back in history, long before either any of us were born, there was a show called Monty Python's Flying Circus, and they had an animator called Terry Gilliam who would come on and do basically that, and it was wonderful. Just a bit, it's just a bit of silly content, Denise. It's it's a bit frivolous. It's a bit irreverent. You just it, there it is, and then it, and then it's over. You can just yeah. smile. I don't see you laughing. <laughs> I'm laughing now because you're not laughing. Looks look 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 you you wow saying Luke looks very heartbroken was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be to say. I mean, I didn't edit it, so it's fine. Um, (laughs) Wait, who did? Who did? Do we know who? Yeah, no, of course we know who. Yeah, their name, their address. Yeah, I need to write them and be like, you know what? You just didn't get a pop out of me. I mean, everyone else likes it. Like we got we got nearly a thousand likes on the video yesterday because we we said we would play it twice. And it, it totally worked. People what? loved it. Yeah, just dangling it in front of them. I'm Come sorry, on. I just buried oh, the mustache a, mustache break. All he wanted to do it as a monetary goal. He was like, "If we get to a certain number of chats, we'll do it." And I was like, "No, we'll do it." Thumbs up. <laughs> Payers, payers <laughs> for the mustache break. Cross our palms with silver. Mustache. Get your wallets out. No I like fun how you, for you say it better. Can you say it again? Mustache. Mustache. <laughs> how do you say it? Mustache. Yeah, it doesn't sound the same. You see, it's just like mustache. Mus- mustache. 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 <laughs> Guys, we are we're going off topic again. I'm bringing. You said we'd be on. done in an hour, Luke. <laughs> I know, and we will be, Adam. We've one more story that we do need to cover. Um, so this is actually uh, from today. This was Lana appearing on Talk Is Jericho. CJ Perry, the former Lana in WWE, was released earlier. Uh, actually, not that you know, not that long ago, really. She's now been on Jericho, and as as expected, she had some things to say about WWE, and she told him about this uh, shooting day that she had. She was there to shoot a segment that was about sixty seconds long, and she was there for nineteen hours so wait for this to be filmed and this is her quote one time natty and i did a whole segment with mickey james and they debuted chelsea green natty and i were at the performance center i was managing natty it was the first time i was managing it and chelsea was supposed to debut with mickey and we did it all we did it all we went home i'm in bed i got a call from one of the writers saying they're cutting it vince looked at it and said no cut the whole thing and we went back to film another backstage all of it chelsea didn't debut it was constantly weird stuff like that Woof. See, it makes me wonder like what it was like, because some of the things that make it to TV, you're like, how bad could this have been? And I don't feel like it was bad. So it's like if you have a better option, 
something to substitute the stuff that we are seeing, what's the issue? Uh, Adam, if you ever done a 19 hour shooting day, uh, only for <laughs> someone to be like, this is rubbish, not do that again. No, so we like for WCPW, um, again, Denise's eyes just glaze over. But when we were doing WCPW, we used to like it was my job at a lot of the shows. Um, I hated doing it. Um, it was my job to basically sort out the promos. And so because, you know, we were an indie promotion and very often the stars we were getting in were were bigger than us. Uh, it was very much a case of like we're on your schedule so it was a case of me just running around with my little camera tiny little camera crew and basically excuse me excuse me kurt angle can we shoot our promo now please excuse me cody rhodes (laughs) cody i need to shoot please cody rhodes um and he yeah so that it's very very different um but it was all like i i felt like it was such an imposition and i can't yeah i would be so mortified uh to kind of have someone go through that obviously when you're you know when you're an employee of the company or you know contracted or you know independent contractor uh you know it is different and then yeah like there can be sure like if it just doesn't turn out how you figured it was going to turn out and you've already gone home like i get it some like sometimes like shooting sucks it, it always takes way longer than it should and loads of things can go wrong but it's like I don't know. I, I kind of see both sides of this one, to be honest. Like, I, I just echo what Denise said was like, could it have been worse than the, the Dean Ambrose getting an injection in the butt? Because they aired that. Uh, so, like, how, how bad could it have been? Well, and speaking of bad, you had the Survivor Series Women's Eliminator match in your top worst matches of 2020, if I recall correctly. Yes. You really didn't like that match. Well, just the idea behind it was really, really, like, it was just one joke and no one in the division looked any better from when they started. Like not even Lana who won the whole thing. Uh, well, it was just a pointless long match. There's actually a quote from Lana. Not, I haven't got the direct quote for this, but there is a, uh, Lana talked about this, CJ Perry should say. CJ Perry talked about this on Talk is Jericho and the whole Nia Jax putting her through the table week after week after week after week. And according to CJ Perry, that was supposed to blow off at Survivor Series. They were meant to do this big table spot at Survivor Series, and that would be the payoff to all of this. However, there was a, quote, Samoan rivalry backstage between Roman Reigns and Nia Jax that erupted when uh, Reigns pushed them back on doing it because he had a table spot in his match on the card, meaning they couldn't do the table spot in their match. See, I don't blame that because if you look, I mean, come on, you have Roman Reigns on one end and then you have this story with Nia Jax and Lana. I can see why it would suck for them. But in the big scope of things, it's like one is here and the other one's just not there. I thought it was going to pay off at TLC in a tables match. Well, that's what I thought as well. Yeah. Yeah. And that probably should have happened. So maybe, yeah, you keep Roman Reigns doing his one and then just push it in a tables match. And then Lana wins that. Yeah, it just I, I feel like it's so weird that I mean I I I get it from a certain perspective though, because I and I this is one of the things I have a criticism with AEW a lot of the times is like just have a chat. If you're doing this spot in one match, don't do it in this match over here. So like I totally get that if you if Roman wants to make the table spot in his match feel like the biggest deal, then you cannot do the table match, a table spot in this match over here. The problem I kind of have on the other side of that though is that their feud has been all built around the table spot. So was your match, did you really need your table spots in in order for yours when this storyline is all 
I get that he's Roman Reigns, but like Roman's been doing great stuff without table spots, and this story's built around table spots. So like, surely there's there he's the head of the precedent. table. <laughs> like, surely, surely that one takes precedence. No, no, because it's Roman Reigns. He's the tribal chief. You must <laughs> acknowledge him. He's the head of the table. Look, I get what you're saying. In any other argument, I would have been like, yes, I 100% agree. If it would have been God, I don't know, Naya and Lana and. Umberto. Okay, fine. I would have been like, you know what? There's the one that have been doing this whole story around the tables. Okay, great. But when it's somebody like Roman Reigns or, you know, if they would have been like Drew McIntyre and AJ Styles, maybe, you know what? I would have been, I would have even passed it if it would have been like Drew and AJ and then they were doing their whole table story. Maybe even then I would say this, but I just feel like because it's Roman Reigns, I get why they did it. Adam. It's Roman, I guess. You, yeah, you're not. You're not that. allowed. Are you, are you sunburnt, Luke? You've got quite a no, pink I'm not, face. No, <laughs> no it's, it's, I'm, unfortunately, it's hard for me to light this room at the moment because I've got my ring light over here, but I've got sunlight coming directly in from this window, and all I've got is a bed sheet to cover it up because I don't have window. I don't have curtains. I don't have and windows. It just, <laughs> and so it just makes it just makes really mad lighting. You just got quite rosy cheeks and a little oh, bit of you. like a, a little bit of redness on your forehead. I thought you've been in, you've been out in the sun. Oh God, no, no! Don't don't be doing that sort of thing. Um, <laughs> what? No, no. I mean, I like I like to go in the sun, but I I burn I burn standing next to light bulbs. So like me being out in the sun seems like a very dangerous prospect. Just wear a hat and some sunglasses and lots of Denise, sunscreen. Denise, I use Factor Fifty for kids. I still get sunburned. I I I'd, I've got no tolerance for it. Have you tried wearing the handkerchief with the four knots in, in the corners? <laughs> Because that's exactly what you. I, I could really picture you with like a like a scrumpy hard cider sitting on a deck chair, with, <laughs> Thanks, you know, and like a string vest, <laughs> just shouting racial obscenities at your neighbors. That's that's Imagine. the that's the British archetype. That's what made Britain great. Would you prefer Would you prefer me swearing? <laughs> Ollie, you still in the chat? By the way, I'm just gonna remember remember you to. Make note of that. Uh, apparently, Wait, are, we uh, being, well, are we being evaluated as as of this moment? Because I don't feel I mean, this has been my strongest performance to be evaluated. <laughs> Denise, you, Denise, you say that. Ollie said that your comment about uh, him being head of the table made him laugh so much. And oh, he okay, said, in that case, you won Ollie. the debate. Okay, in that case, never mind. Continue on. Continue on. And let this be the evaluation. Okay, well, let's get into the rest of your Ultra Chats for the day. Eric Chan said, Just saw the Bo Burnham special the other night. As content creators working from home, curious to see if you have had any thoughts on it, if you've seen it. It's crazy good stuff. I have not seen it, but Adam, I believe you have. I love it. I keep listening to the soundtrack. I'm obsessed with it. Uh, yes, especially as like people who are like, filming stuff at home. I've just done some filming today. And just the shot, like when it, whenever there's a wide shot of him just wires everywhere and like all the different lights is everywhere and just like you're in this kind of horrible claustrophobic space yes i i get that i felt that real hard denise have you seen it what is it again i didn't hear the bo burnham special no i did not have you heard of uh, bo burnham yes but i did not oh, okay, see good. sorry my apologies as an update as well uh for those who were watching last week i still have not watched the selena movie yeah people are upset at you by the way 
I know that he's. I was getting a lot of people very angry at me yesterday for not watching that movie in the week, but I did watch Anaconda instead, which does star Jennifer Lopez. So I kind of feel like that was a good make do. And that was also. Bro. Bro. You know, the only reason I didn't get too mad at you was because I checked to see if it was anywhere where you could watch it for free or if you have a subscription. But right now, I think that your really only option is buy- paying for it for $3.99. So until you're safe, until it's actually for free on a service which you subscribe to. Adam, you, do you know Selena? Gomez. <laughs> no. <laughs> nope, no, nope, not her. Kyle? Um, Selena Kyle. No, not Selena Kyle either. Um, apparently she was some pop star that was popular in the late 90s. <laughs> no, okay. No, okay. So like, no, first of Denise, all... I've, Denise, I've got this. She okay, was some fine. pop star that was a bit popular in the 90s or something. And some people know who she was. Then she died. And then they did a film about her with Jennifer Lopez. And apparently loads, a, a handful of people have seen it and were really surprised that I'd never seen it or heard of it or her. I think the entire like Latino community just like rolled over <laughs> right now hearing your description of this. <laughs> this is terrible. Adam... She is an icon, a music icon, okay? Go- Selena Gomez was named after Selena, okay? Oh. Selena Quintanilla, okay? She, like, you do not say one bad thing about her, like, in front of, a, like, a Latino person because they will literally, like, snap, okay? And she was, like, about to become, like, this major, major. Like, she was already, like, really, you know, really famous, but she was about to cross over into English music, but she got killed, and it ended up being this very tragic thing. And so, and obviously, they show that in the movie and all of that, but Jennifer, Lop- Jennifer Lopez plays Selena in the movie, and I was telling Luke that if it wasn't for Jennifer Lopez being in this movie, she not she wouldn't have became as famous as she did for playing the role of Selena. And also Selena was literally going to be like the it thing, like even years and years, uh, like decades after her death, she is still celebrated. I think they just came out with like a, um, a makeup brand and everything like she is huge, huge. And so this came up because Luke didn't know who she was. Oh, and I enough. made and I made the argument that like eh, I think Anaconda really made Jennifer Lopez a star. Not this no, other no, no, no. You have it all wrong. Oh God. Wasn't it out of sight that made Jennifer Lopez a star? Well, I, I could you could make that argument as well. I it think was so. Selena. And it, and it, it, it basically it goes Selena. It, it goes Anaconda out of sight, Jenny from the block, and then probably like Selena a couple It of was Selena. There. Where does Jiggly sit? in in that rank oh, probably just slightly above um selena i think um because like because then you have uh, like um what were they called uh benefer benefer just slightly above um uh, julie because they're kind of connected I, I i mean there's got to be some like other latinos here in the chat that can like chime in here please because i just can't right now I'm sorry. I, 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 I has gone up. Thanks. You're giving me I, bad health. I don't. I don't want to trivialize something that obviously sounds like a, like a very sad story. But no, I, I, I haven't. Oh, you know what? Adam is way nicer, Luke. Adam is. Dude, way I said nicer. it was. A, I said it was a sad. I'm doing this to wind you up. I'm playing then, a role here. And then on top of that, last week you played the role of Howard Stern. <laughs> Wait, he was what? That was an accident. Me. That was he an was accident. me, Adam. On my past romances, getting no. the juice no. and details Adam, like Adam, don't how Adam, Adam, don't listen to her. Did you say Baba Booey not- afterwards? What's wrong with you? <laughs> no, what happened was Denise was talking <laughs> to telling a story about on her ex-boyfriend at um at school. And apparently she dated him because he was like the cutest guy there. And I said, That was not why I dated boyfriend? him. Well I done. never and, said that. Well done, Denise. Shoot your shot. <laughs> 
you know what? Yeah, shoot for the moon. Good for you. But I never said he was the cutest guy in the school. Where did that come from? No, you didn't say he was the cutest guy in the school. But you said you dated him because he was cute, right? And then you realized later well, on yeah, that he wasn't he actually wasn't... that cute. Yeah, but doesn't that happen so was... to everybody? Do you guys just date curious. knowingly ugly people? <laughs> I was curious. See, this is my work. issue with Luke. My issue is that you come wow. across as the sweetheart, wow. but behind the sweetheartness, you use the viciousness to to ask the Howard Stern questions. Suddenly, I've become a counselor for your relationship. <laughs> this is a therapy session now. Yeah, I thought we were friends. Uh, Mayor of Painesville, Dan, says, Hello, Denise. Hello, Luke. Hello, Adam. Speaking of news of the week, did you know that WrestleTalk.com is a fantastic website? Include the latest news, exclusives, features, stats, results, events, and entrance theme information. I even made it my homepage. Dan's got a good point there. Is that Eternal Blue Burner? <laughs> no, no, no. That is Dan. That's our friend Dan. It's uh, Blue Burner. Hello, Luke and Denise. Uh, you seem to have a random imposter here. I hear plays board games like a nerd. Get out of here, you silly nerd. You stand before the greatest sports infotainment personality ever. And also, Luke, welcome to the podcast, Adam. Thanks. Love board games. Board games are the best. I think about best. you now every time I see a board game. So you're welcome. Someone's are thinking there... about you every are time there... I see a board game. Are there board games behind you on the shelf? Or are no, they those books? are the Chris Jericho books. Although the red one kind of looks like a Scrabble box, but it's not it. Now you're Which just playing board games. The red one looks like a Scrabble box. Doesn't it? From like from far away, you can kind of think it looks like Scrabble, but it's not. Scrabble's infamously green. No, bro, it's red. About? It's red. What? No, it's green. Yes, no, it's, it's green. Red. Very green. Continue the conversation here. I'll be back. <laughs> Seth Morgan says, hi, Luke, Denise, and Adam. Hope you're all having a fantastic day. Today is my birthday, and I'm turning 20 years old. I'm just happy to be watching with a great group of people. Any chance I could get the mustache break for my birthday? You see, Adam, people do like it. People do request it. I oh, understand. It what? It's what red. madness is this? It is red. Hang on. I'm uploading what we know Scrabble to Hold look on. like. Adam, I can, go get, I can go get it. You fill for time. I'm sorry. Do we have different colored Scrabble boards? What box? This is this is some sort of it's international incident with little red sticks. What? And a little black box with the little tiles inside. I mean, a little no. black bag. Excuse me. And then the board is like this. Does this look different from your board? Yeah, yeah it's green. No, it's red. You talking about? It's green. Look. Green. Yeah, but this is like our Scrabble. Ours is way Green. nicer. No, it's beige and red with little blue, pink, and red tiles. How odd. We've learned Madness. something today. Things, things in different countries are different. Stop the presses, everyone. Aluminum. You didn't see my little red <laughs> sticks. Do you guys get the little red sticks? We got um, no, we get little kind of like gold sticks. Gold sticks. And then I got little nice little pretty tiles. And yeah, mine's mine's a green. Oh yeah, there you go. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I just feel like the red is a lot nicer. It's more cheery. Anyway, happy birthday, Seth. Happy birthday. turning 20 <laughs> years old. Happy birthday. <laughs> Andrew says, um, this should cover your the rental for your movie Selena. Also, did you watch the uh, Gabriel Inglesia story Denise told you about? I remember these things. I the did Saudi Arabia. The Saudi I Arabia one? I oh watched it all think? like 25 minutes of it. I watched it and it was pretty entertaining. My favorite part was when he thought he was going to be locked in the cage like the tiger and that the king was going to be like, here is my Mexican. 
<laughs> you gotta watch this, good. Adam. Take your time to Google Gabriel Iglesias uh, Saudi Arabia bit, and you will love it. It's a stand-up comedy thing. It's pretty well. good. Uh, Brian says, Adam, I've missed seeing you on WrestleTalk because you don't show up very often. If only there was a board game-based YouTube channel that featured you heavily that I could subscribe to. People love promoting No Rolls Bard. No um, Rolls Bard. Subscribe to No Rolls Bard. It's my favorite thing. I love it so. Oh, mine too. Sean Costello said, do you think WWE will struggle to let go controlling crowd reactions? We already saw them overdub the booze uh, at Hogan at WrestleMania. If they have the power, they might as well do it, right? Nobody, they don't want people to boo Hulk Hogan. I mean, we're going to boo Hulk Hogan, but they don't want it. Have they really edited the booze out on the network? Apparently so. Apparently they've also cut like all the promos. You know, like when they stopped for time because of the storm and stuff. And, like, I mean, that makes sense. Really good promos. Like all, but all the promos are gone. Like, and those were really good promos. I, I, I'm fine losing Shane McMahon's really <laughs> weird long promo. That's fine. He was the worst person to hand off to poor Sarah. That was terrible. Put my son on the screen. <laughs> He's the best promo we have. Renee Porter said, "I'm still a fan of He's the anti-chemistry." <laughs> Uh, I'm, uh, Renee says, I'm still a fan of the anti-chemistry between Adam and Denise. I think they've had pretty good chemistry today, actually. I think they've been quite nice together. I think people don't quite get what chemistry is. Like, me and, me and Denise are very good at pinging off each other because we're both hilarious. We just don't like any of the same things. That is very <laughs> true. Fine. That, you know, that's how I go sometimes. Uh, hello, said so, um, just finished Dynamite. The video package at the end was great and a bit emotional. Great matches, great moments, some of which I did forget. Still tough seeing Brody Lee, though. Did you like the video and your favorite match during the AEW pandemic era? I think mine is either the um, the the Brody six man tag or the, the Brody tribute um, six man tag from that for that episode, or FTR versus the Young Bucks, which was an astoundingly great match. Uh, Denise? I'm going to go with one that I think changed the tra trajectory of the women's women's division. So I'm going to go with Brand Thunder Rosa because I think just how people felt at the end of that match, I don't recall another match with people feeling that good afterwards or even having like that much praise to the level of the praise that I was receiving on social media and all of that. I just remember it was a really feel good conversation and we don't always have those. Adam. Uh, I, all of all of your answers are right. Uh, I'll throw the first stadium stampede in there just because that was like super at the beginning of the pandemic. And I think it was the first, maybe no the firefly funhouse i think was the first kind of like oh this is something we can actually do but stadium stampede also felt like a sort of a gift during a a really difficult time and you weren't sure that they were able to pull off something like that uh brett j rasman said lana also talked about how live crowds react differently than internet wrestling fans i'm curious of what do you think about that because i've been a fan of lana her booking was very full and it was bad but i still loved her work and efforts the live Denise? crowds are very different. And like, I know this because like I literally go to every single live event that takes place here in Southern California. I am there. And it is so different from the internet wrestling community because I do feel like people 
I don't know how to explain it. It's just like I listen to the conversations people have at these live shows and it's just total opposite, especially in the Los Angeles market. I feel like you have a lot of people that aren't necessarily always, you know, on the social media. You do get a lot of the families that go to watch, you know, the WWE shows, especially if they're like the house shows that you can get like $20 tickets for like, you know, mom, dad and the kids and all of that. So I feel like you got a little bit more of the locals there versus like, you know, wrestling fans, like the real like fans fans it's a nice mixture of you know your ordinary people that know wrestling exist and then people that are like diehards uh, zachary said loving the wcpw mentions today adam you've probably been asked this before but what's your favorite match from the world cup for me osprey excuse me for me osprey and speedball was on a whole other level oh that was really good i loved seeing osprey versus ray like just because i know how much it meant to will like that match was just like you know he properly burst out crying afterwards because like ray mysterio was like his favorite wrestler and is all like it was his dream match and it was legit the first time he'd ever done it and so that was really really nice um yeah there were there are a couple of really really good ones i mean um speedball mike bailey's fantastic like really opened my eyes to him it was great seeing lucky kid um lucky kid was like um who's now what's his name on nxt uk don't I know hate it. No, Lucky no. Kid is this ger German guy. He's on NXT UK now. The, the chat oh, will, yeah, the yeah, chat yeah. will tell us. Um, uh, I was going to give a shout out to because you, you and I watched it. Was that that was in the World Cup? Ricochet, Keith Lee. Yeah, that was the qualifier. That was the um, US qualifiers. That was wonderful. Yeah. Uh, Rio Adonte uh, with a very fun chat here that says, uh, Ooh, -E -ah, Ting Tang, Vince doesn't have a brain. Will uh, Brennan says, Denise, you need to have your own cutlery-inspired little buddies uh, like Adam and Luke uh, for have Adam and Blamplate and Splook. May I suggest Denife? Oh, Denife. That is so good. I feel like that falls in line with, with me. Uh, Norm Summer said, hey, everyone, Denise, this is what they've been trying to get. Um, sorry, Denise, this is what you get for burying the mustache break. I believe it's the first for WWE Dynamite, and it won't be the last. Jam that jam. Caleb Maldonado said, you all remind me of a family. Luke is like the dad. Adam is like the <laughs> uncle trying to stay hip. And Denise reminds me of that teenage kid. Nick <laughs> Corbello says, hey, sorry, Adam, you seem upset by being called the uncle that wants to be cool. I like that. I hate that. <laughs> Do you like it or you hate it? Sorry, I'm I, confused. I know I hate I hate that, Denise. You don't I want to be the fun Denise. uncle? No. Why not? No. no one wants don't no the fun uncle. No, no one wants to be the fun uncle. No, you no. You want to be the dad? Um, no. I, I what do <laughs> I want to be? Who you want to be? That's the right question to ask. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be like the mother-in-law, like the old one sat in the armchair. <laughs> The mother-in-law? Yeah, he just doesn't doesn't give a... I, I really want to swear. Adam, are you saying that you want to be the old dear from Game of Thrones? Yes, I do. Yes, I want to be... Um, what's the face of the house? The old dear. Tyrell. Old Alana Tyrell. Yes, her. That'd be great. Well, uh, Nick Corbello said... I want, hey, Ollie to, I want Ollie to know it was me. Hey, team Tanuk and Adam. Hope you well. I get that reference. I had to nitpick with AEW's 2020 tribute video. Sheeda should have had more moments featured, and I felt like AEW did her dirty. They only featured her title win and loss. Didn't show all the great matches in between. I, I unfortunately, unfortunately, I would say that those were kind of like the highlights of Sheeda's run. Really, like she had matches, but like 
I don't think she had like many. She had some good matches, but they weren't like the oh, those were the highlights of the year matches. I'm gonna have no comment because I feel like there's no winning with what I was gonna say. Uh, I also think as well that that is not. I really know what you're going to say now. What I was like that's that's not, and I would argue, I'd add, add as well that's not Sheeta's fault. That is, <laughs> no, 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 it's no. not Sheeta's fault whatsoever. Uh, Gabriel Reyes said, "Hey, this is Gabriel from NRB Memes. Denise is right. Selena was known for being a huge icon in Latin culture. A tragic story, but we Latin stand Latin Latinx. How do you would you say that? Um, it depends on who you're asking." It's I'm a asking you. It's a big controversy too. Like if you're going to go with Latinx or Latino, uh, I go with Latino, but I understand why people use Latinx. Well, actually not really, but anyways, uh, Latinos. There's also a Selena Netflix series starring the actress who played Rosita it's from trash. The Walking Dead. I don't like oh, the yeah. Netflix series. It's trash. Uh, I think the niece is the mother-in-law character. <laughs> no. I'm very honest. What can I say? I'm sorry. It's trash. It's trash. trash. It's literally the dad putting himself over for a whole season. And it has like, it's a Selena series and it's all about the dad. So pardon me if I think it's trash. Uh, Injection 2K says, can we keep Adam on here, please? Pretty please, Luke and Dolly. And lastly, Jason Pereira says, my Portuguese Scrabble set is green. My Canadian one is red. So clearly European territories have got the green. Territories. Sorry? What? Territories. That's what you said. Territories. Oh, territory. Yeah, territories. What would you I say? I like the way territories. Or territories. <laughs> I say it different. Territories. You ter say ter tomato. Ter I say tomato. I was say, territory. territory sounds like some really bad conservative party members. Say it again. The territories. Say how you the say it. The territories, but you say the territories. Your sounds like really sound like scary trees. Territories. Bad, bad conservatives. Can I tell you a story? It's it's a relatively quick one. Yes. Go ahead. So uh, I, I I went to drama school. Uh, that's not the entire story. Um, <laughs> but uh, while I was there, um, we it was like our job to also kind of help do the kind of the audition days because basically you go along and you audition to get into drama school, uh, and while you were there, you're sort of like being helped out by the students. So the students are there to sort of volunteer for the day and make sure that people who come into audition aren't crazy, like nervous, or they don't get lost on the way to their auditions, or they just want someone to talk to, being just like, "Hey, I, I kind of understand where where you're at." Um, someone came, and this is a story from someone who volunteered. At one of these days, someone came in and you know the song, you say tomato and I say tomato, tomato, tomato. Let's call the whole thing off. Uh, so someone came, uh, prepared that as their audition song, but they only had prepared it from reading the, reading the lyrics and knowing the sheet music. So they came out and say, you say tomato and I say tomato. You say potato and I say potato. Tomato, tomato, potato, potato. Let's call the whole thing off. And genuinely, the judges who were there to audition them were, were pissing themselves. Did he get into drama school? No. Oh, poor no. thing. Poor thing. You say tomato, and I say tomato. Can we have a theme song? That's it right there. There it is. Um, and lastly, we got this from Bezo Banks. It just says, good morning, Denise. Yeah, she's a national treasure, just like Selena. I'm going to be going to SmackDown on September 10th at Madison Square Garden for my birthday, and I'll be sure to have a WrestleTalk sign indeed. Also, they just made promos into a separate video called WrestleMania Rain Delay. Did they really? Just oh, I don't go on the yeah. network a lot. 
Um, anyway, that is all we have got time for on this edition of the WrestleTalk podcast. Thank you all so much for watching us. Uh, Denise, what have you got coming up on Instinct Culture? I was like, what do I have going on? Well, go check out the, the channel, youtube.com slash Denise Salcedo, because I've been putting out like so many interviews and you can find everything that I do on every single channel over there on that YouTube channel. It's like a home base. And then Twitter and Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo. Um, Adam, what have we got on No Rolls Bar? Your booking video has just gone live as well. It has. So the booking video, um, How Adam Would Book Embrace the Hate, has just gone live over on Parts Unknown. But also at six o'clock, we've got the next episode of Board Game Club coming live on NRB, which is Cult Express, which is a rooty tooty shooty cowboy game, which is delightful. And then we've got a special list, which is actually quite dear to Luke's heart, coming out uh, on Saturday. Uh, it's all about oh. RPGs. Adam, Indeed. how many retweets do I have to get to be on to play a game with you on board, board game, game club? Any board game? How many retweets? Two hundred. That's it. Yeah. Oh, come on, brag. <laughs> I was gonna say, give me something harder here. Okay, right. a million. <laughs> okay, no, you said I already wrote it down. Two hundred. It is. Oh, what have I done? Oh, Adam. Oh, I've made a mistake. <laughs> you'll you'll we'll play some we'll play some fun board games. You'll have a you'll have a nice time. Can we play Scrabble? No. Oh, come on. I've been training really hard. I don't care. No. Monopoly? Oh. Nick mm -hmm. says, can we have a, can we have uh, Denise play Blood on the Clock Tower? I don't even know what that is, but that sounds very British. <laughs> it's Australian actually, but uh, well, it sounds British. <laughs> Well, fair. Fair enough. Denise, how's your week been? What do you got planned for the weekend? So I actually have plans this weekend. Oh, BTW, remember how I told you last week I went to the beach? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't want to do that again. I came back and I was Why? so, so sandy. So I chose <laughs> the worst the worst possible sunscreen okay so like instead of like drying off on my skin and you know my skin feeling like it always does it left my skin feeling like i had a sticker on so no matter what the entire like even though i didn't go in the water whatsoever i was completely full of sand and it was all stuck to me because it stuck to the sunscreen and it was so disgusting and then i made a terrible mistake of before leaving to the beach i sprayed the sunscreen in my house and it was like a slip and slide in the hallway okay and then i was laughing because my friend she's so cute so like we both decided okay let's bring snacks right so I just bought like chips and like some cookies and, you know, I just dumped them all out like they came in those little bags. No, my friend, she she literally took it to the next level. She was she brought these gorgeous like bowls and like uh, like, uh, you know, like plates and bowls and stuff. And she made such a beautiful layout of food that was like all types of different flavors. And we were just laughing because we were like, oh, my God, like I am so like not like she just takes <laughs> things up another level so i told her that if her and i were to ever become mothers she's in charge of bringing the snacks for the kids because if not my kids will starve that's good because all you're bringing is like crisps and dip yeah exactly like i didn't even bring the dip she brought the dip she brought the dip she brought everything Denise. so you, you said you were going to bring snacks so you bought crisps or chips as you would say but you didn't bag. bring any 
You didn't bring any dip for them? No. So let me tell you what happened. I went to Walmart the day before and they were out of carts. And so I could only bear to carry it in <laughs> my arms. So I had no choice. Sorry. I didn't bring chip, chips either. I didn't have enough space to carry the stuff. And I was what also getting stuff groceries. Oh, you getting stuff. A- Okay, I thought you meant like you were just going in there to buy the chips and dip, no. and you were like, I, I had no space in my house. Like, how many bloody crisps did you buy? No, I just did not have space to carry more. I mean, things were falling out of me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this weekend, I actually have two birthday parties, two little boy birthday parties, um, on the third and the fourth. The third is like a Star Wars themed birthday party, and then the fourth is like a Fourth of July themed birthday party. Uh, Are you excited so for the Star for a Wars? Seven-year-old, yeah, it's a seven-year-old for the Star Wars one, and then a twelve-year-old, and it's going to be like a like a water like water activities Fourth of July party. So I'll be spending time with my family, um, both this like every day this weekend. Uh, we've had this email in from Jonathan just to let uh, you and I both know. Jerry Springer actually has a new show. Uh, it's not oh. the old Springer format either. It's a small claims court, and he is a legit judge. Oh, interesting. There you go, BTW. bit of a follow-up on last week's show. BTW, somebody just tagged both of us in this thing. That proves my point about <laughs> Selena. Saw, and I tagged I you. <laughs> I know. I was like, people, hell yeah. People take my trolling comments very seriously sometimes. I think everybody does. I think, I don't know. It's social media. Social media is very tricky nowadays. Like, you got to be very, very, um, if you're going to post something that's not, that informative like you got to make sure you explain yourself like you just can't put a sad face anymore because then people will misconstrue it i know i was even thinking that because i was setting this stream up for you and i to record this podcast intro and outro and i was and i saw that tweet and i was like what if i googled jennifer lopez breakout anaconda will i get a result back and can i screenshot that you lost the argument luke you're gonna have to take the l let's say you're gonna take the l no but you gotta see it from my end if i were to get my facts wrong people would be like you call yourself latina and you don't even know your own facts and like and people you know what i just found out too that i'm not really even seen so okay like you know like i'm mexican right i'm Mm -hmm. technically not even seen as mexican mexican why not because i'm mexican-american because I wasn't oh. born in Mexico. So even then, like I'm the I'm like the jobber Mexican. I ain't even <laughs> I ain't even top steak Mexican. Like now, like that was one of the things that I think Andrade was talking about too, because like he was talking about being from Mexico, Mexico. But then you have people like Eddie and Rey Mysterio who are Mexican, but they were born in the United States. And so that's how I am too. And then like my fiance was telling me, like, you're not real Mexican. I was like, what do you mean I'm not real Mexican? He's like, you're not real Mexican because you weren't born in Mexico. And I was like, but my family, like we're Mexican. Like that's just the way it is. And he's like, yeah, but you don't count. He's a uh, people from Mexico only count people people from Mexico as being really, really Mexican. So wow. I'm apparently like, yeah, so I have to get my facts right, Luke. It, my uh, life depends so on it. Have you been lying to us this whole time? <laughs> I'm fake Mexican. <laughs> I'm like the vegan. I'm the plant-based burger version of like, you have your real <laughs> burgers and then you have your plant-based burgers. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you are, I mean, you have been on the show before and said you are vegetarian, but you do eat meat. Yeah, so like, it's you- very complicated. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. I'm vegetarian, but I eat meat. <laughs> um, yeah, I completely forgot. Of course, you got Fourth of July coming up, right? Like, so you yeah. get the day off on Monday, or is it Sunday? Yeah, uh, yeah. My fiance gets a day off on Monday. I don't, but actually, I think we're going to Knott's Berry Farm on Monday. Never mind, we're going out that's, that's, that day. It's Knott's Berry Farm. 
Oh my gosh. So Knott's Berry Farm is like our, it's one of our theme parks that we have here. Uh, oh God, I forget the parent company name of the theme park, but they have theme parks all over the United States. I don't know about outside the United States, but they have theme parks all over the United States. And it's like, they have different names. So like, you don't even know like that it's, they're all like under the same umbrella, but it's this very fun theme park. It's in Orange County and Buena Park. And essentially like, there's just a bunch of fun rides and I got a season pass and it's the first time I'm going. I was supposed to go last week, but then I had a little bit of a drama and I didn't go. So like now, like I could totally go. Uh, my weekend is uh, football based. In fact, actually, the Euros. Yeah, the Euros. They're still on, and Denise, it's still coming home. England. Like, so there was a big deal on Tuesday. So uh, didn't a player pass out? No, no, that was that was weeks ago. Now that was oh. uh, that was like that was in the uh, the qualifying stages. So oh, like okay. England's journey, we got into the last sixteen. We won our groups. We were in the last sixteen, and we were facing off against Germany in the last sixteen. Now England have got a long old history playing football against uh, Germany. We beat them in the nineteen sixty six World Cup final, but then thirty years on Euro ninety six, they knocked us out of the European Cup. Uh, on penalties and then they knocked it out again in 2000 we constantly lose and we get knocked out of tournaments by germany and this time and there was this whole big thing like and i'll be honest with you i don't think german fans care i think german fans think this is just another football match but to english fans it's like the biggest match so like there was this whole hoopla like bbc news was dominated by coverage of this of being like it's the it's england versus germany tonight everyone's really excited we're interviewing people about how like important this is and how like you know it's 30 years on from euro 96 and all this sort of stuff and um 25 years on from Euro 96 apologies and we won. We won 2 0. And like you should have seen the scenes. Like it was pandemonium in Wembley Stadium when England won. It was wow. insane in the membrane. And I was watching it at home. My wife and I watched it, and we had a bloody wonderful time. Neither of us are hugely into football, but we got massively swept up in all oh, the drama of it. So England are now in the quarterfinals, uh, which is on Saturday. And uh, I've been trying to find some people to watch it with, and all of my friends are busy. So I've got. Because they're not watching. I think they are, but they've got like family members over. So oh, like, I see. and like, and like my friend Dan, his wife is working late. So mm. he's got to put his kid to bed and things like that. So he can't come over. So it's Aww. just going to be me and my wife. And I and you guys really like decorate it like in your colors and like, you know, order food and all of that. That's probably what we're going to do. We'll like, we'll make a, a, you know, we'll make a night of it ourselves and we'll have a fun old time because it's coming home, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, that's um, so fun. Wait, so they win the quarterfinals or onto the finals? A semifinals are, after that. The semi, oh, quarterfinals, semifinals. I always forget. I always forget <laughs> this stuff. But who are they playing in the quarterfinals now? Uh, they are playing the uh, Ukraine, I think it is. Let me just quickly double check that. Okay, so then it's Ukraine. And if they beat Ukraine, oh, well, I'm sure and there's other options. Yeah, if we beat Ukraine, we then have, let me get the European, who's left in the Euros? Um, if we beat them, we can either face, uh, it'll either be Spain, um, it'll either be Spain or Italy, I think. It's either be Spain, Italy, oh. or Germany, or Belgium. And then we've got the Czechs and the Danes. Oh, no, it's the Czechs or the Danes that we'll be placing in the, uh, facing in the semifinals. And then if we go to the finals, it'll either be uh, Italy, Belgium, Spain, or Switzerland. Realistically, who's the strongest team? Probably Italy, I reckon, although Belgium are the world's number one, I, I believe. But I think Italy are probably the, they're probably going to win. Oh, I'm kind of rooting for Italy. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I'm kind of rooting for Italy because I've been to Italy like a bunch of times. 
I mean, I, I don't, I'm not invested enough. Like, I don't even really know if what I just said was right. I, I, <laughs> You're like, like, I'm just having the party, okay? I'm just, I'm just having fun. So my father-in-law, uh, my brother-in-law came over to watch the England-Scotland game. And my father-in-law loves football. Like, he really enjoys football. And he had two daughters. So he never had people to watch football with. Like, he never oh, had sons yeah. or boys or things like that. And my uh, sister-in-law's longest uh, running boyfriend that she had when she was a teenager, he didn't like football. So even he wasn't into it. But now he's got, like, me and my brother-in-law, Mickey. And so, and we are passingly into football. So he gets really excited. And it's really, like, so we, I had him over for the Scotland game. And he was really excited to talk about football with me and banter about football and stuff. And I was like, oh, I don't know enough. So I listened to a podcast that day from the BBC about is their daily Euros podcast. So I listened to that. And then I just repeated back to him what I learned from that <laughs> podcast and passed it off as my own opinion. That is so fun. You know what, though? You put effort. Not a lot of people would go that far to like listen to a podcast about something that they're not totally familiar about, learn about it, memorize it, and then say, <laughs> that is tricky. That is tricky. Oh, yeah. I did, but I navigated those waters and we had a fun time, even if the game was terrible. Um, but anyway, that is all we've got time for on this week's edition of the show. If you didn't hear at the end of this podcast next week, it'll be me, Denise and Steve and Larson from Going In Raw, which I'm very, very excited about because I absolutely love the friendos. So it'll be another chaotic show, I would imagine. Um, Denise, where can people find you? Twitter and Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo, youtube.com slash Denise Salcedo. Thank you all so much for listening. Pete and Tempest will be back tomorrow with the SmackDown review and Ollie and I will be back on Tuesday with the Raw review. Take care, everyone. I love you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.